The following presentation is a vintage Quixotic production. This is a podcast alert. The art of enthusiasm. Tonight, the NYPD is once again in mourning. Late Tuesday, an off-duty officer in Queens took his own life, marking the department's 10th suicide this year. Hello, it's Brooke, and we are back with another episode of The Art of Enthusiasm. Usually, my partner is Rodney. Rodney is not here this evening, but however, I have a co-host, a very talented young man. His name is Elijah. Elijah is a writer, an artist, and a filmmaker. In fact, he has a movie coming out very soon, and it stars the famous actor Danny Trejo, and it is called The Prey. Say hi and tell us a little about yourself. Hello, everybody. My name is Elijah. As he said, I am a filmmaker. I just got done making a movie called The Prey with uh, Nick Chinlin, Kevin Grievous, and uh, Danny Trejo, and guest starring um, Adrian Paul. So I'm really excited about that. should be coming out early next year. Basically, just like uh, Wonder Woman came out, just uh, you could stream it anywhere since nobody's going to movies anymore because of COVID. So that, that's going to be exciting. Now, I've known Matt for 25 years, and he really is an amazing artist. What's interesting is about 10 years ago, Matt started coming to me with some pretty wacky ideas. And I'm a guy that never voted in his life. I'm 52 years old, and I never voted until recently. Never cared for it, never cared for politics. But Matt came to me with some wild ideas about the economy and various things, and they're all pretty shocking. And I just laid it out and said, well, tell me, man, this is 10 years ago. If this all this is happening, who's the evil puppet master? You know, who's the guy behind it all? And back in 2010, Matthew told me, George Soros. I had no idea who that man was, but shoot, everybody knows who he is now. And that leads us to this episode, a very special and timely episode about QAnon and the Great Awakening. You probably have heard of Q or QAnon as being a right-wing conspiracy theory. In fact, if you search Google for QAnon, every search result you'll get says right-wing conspiracy theory debunked or right-wing fantasy or QAnon people dangerous or all these demeaning things regarding the Q movement. However, people who are astute and notice things will wonder why they can't find any actual Q content in the mix. Well, I'll tell you why. Because it's been completely censored from the internet. Twitter banned 250,000 Q reporters from their platform. That's a lot of business to sacrifice over a wacky right-wing conspiracy theory. Elijah, you're sort of the guru when it comes to Q. You have a lot of followers who pay close attention to every word. Do you want to give us a little background on Q? Q is a very difficult thing to talk about because um, what he stands for and what the operation and everything is about is a very difficult thing for somebody to want to believe. So let's say even even if I could get by the, the, the cognitive dissonance of you being able to hear and listen to something that goes completely against what you believe, now that's hard enough. But then make that very sinister, very dark, very evil, throw in satanic pedophiles. I mean, it doesn't get any more bizarre or darker than that. And if you want to come to somebody and tell them this, nobody in their right mind would want to believe it. It's too much. Even if you give them the evidence and you do convince them, there's that block there of nobody wanting to believe it. Nobody wants to live in a world that has been 
something completely different than what they believe. And that's a hard thing to do. And I've been doing this. Actually, I, I, I my first experience with the uh, deep state, another name for them. Um, there's so many names. You could go Illuminati. They're all basically the same. So semantics, you can call them what you will. But basically, it's the people that really run the world, the government, um, the, the president's just a puppet. Uh, back in 1993, I wrote a script about the deep state. Um, at that time, I had discovered that there was a, a secret cabal running the world and that it was ran by George Soros, the Rothschilds. And at that time, I didn't know also the House of Saud. So as it evolved and I got to know more and more and more, unfortunately, the truth got darker and darker and darker. And let so, me interject real quick. Uh, you mentioned how dark it is and how uh, people won't be able to accept it. I typically, when when trying to inform somebody about QAnon, will not jump to the satanic pedophile stuff only because they're not ready for it. You got to give them the, the, the basic, basic believable stuff first. And we'll get to you know, the very dark stuff toward the end, but folks, don't be thrown off by that. You know, it sounds pretty wild, but wait till you see where we're going with this first, okay? We're, we're, we're going to start basic. But like Matt said, Soros and, and bankers and the elites have this control over the world economy, uh, and our governments have just been puppets for them. And we're going to set out to prove that to you. But I'm sorry, I had to have interrupted. I was, I was pretty much talking about where I was 20 years ago in a state of mind knowing what I know and having to exist in a world where so few people were interested to even listen to the truth let alone to to comprehend it and accept it and if you jump to today just this year alone the massive awakening and how many people I mean QAnon is now multi-millions of people all around the world compared to four years ago his followers on Twitter uh, were nothing compared to what they were when they were all banned. And you have to ask yourself, why were they banned? That's a that's a red flag as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of my friends actually started their um, YouTube channel, their Twitter, and great channels, and I've been watching and listening to them for a long time, and they've been shadow banned and taken down, and they had, you know, hundreds of thousands of um, followers. Um, I'm a lot more small time than that. I didn't do Twitter. I'm strictly more of a Facebook. I do have Twitter, but... Uh, I, I'm old, so when you're old, you don't really branch out and do a lot of things. You specialize in one thing, and that's been my thing. It's mostly been Facebook. And where do they find you on Facebook? I have um, several different accounts on Facebook. Um, Matthew QAnon, Matthew Q sent me, Elijah Q sent me, Elijah QAnon. And I'll tell you, folks, for those of you uh, you know who don't research this stuff at all, you're probably not aware of the level of censorship that's going on. I mean, it is insane. Uh, a few months ago, there were probably 15 podcasts that I was subscribed to on YouTube. There's only two left. And my favorite out of the bunch, the X-22 report, and the only place you're gonna find the real X-22 report, because they have phonies out there now, is x22report.com. All of these podcasts have just been taken off the grid so you can't find it you can't get this information even if you're just curious about it why shouldn't you be able to be informed about something you're curious about this is when we get into a free speech issue the other day i tried to text my friend on facebook messenger just a link to x22.com and guess what this does not meet community standards is the message i got and the message was not sent a private message 
was censored. This is huge stuff, folks, and it's happening so widespread, and you only know if you're interested in this sort of thing, or, or if you're a conservative looking for uh, information that you're not being told. And to all the leftists out there, let me tell you, you do not know what you know, because what you're being told is not the whole story. And I'm sure Matt can elaborate on that. Well, unfortunately, this uh, deep state cabal knows what they're doing. They've taken over not only many branches of the government, but many branches of the world government. They've taken over Hollywood, and this has existed for a long period of time. Um, taken over the universities, um, education, so that they control what people learn. Um, they've taken over the pharmaceutical companies. They've taken over the media. The media is probably the last bastion of what their strength is right now. They've actually been wiped out nearly entirely, except for the media. Yeah, and one of the red flags for me is just an average American citizen. You know, sure, Matt informed me of this years ago, but I was only on board half-heartedly. But five years ago, when I noticed people being assaulted at Trump rallies, I'm not a Trump fan, I don't care, I liked Obama. In fact, I argued with Matt in defense of Obama, and I apologized to him since because it got pretty intense, but I was like, how can you criticize Obama? But now I understand, and I get it. And it wasn't until five years ago that I saw people literally getting assaulted while police were told to stand down. And I was like, wait a minute, what's going on? This isn't America. And then people are blocking roads, and nobody's you know, telling them to move. They're putting people in danger. And as soon as people started to be put in danger, innocent people, is when I couldn't look away. And I kind of regret ever going down that rabbit hole. I don't know about you, Matt, but uh, for instance, my co-host, Rodney, uh, typically on this podcast, we can't even do an episode about politics because we are so diametrically opposed. In fact, I've known him for 20 years. Only in this last year, on three separate occasions, has this guy gotten so upset and so frazzled with me in, in an argument that he just stormed away, once even leaving me alone with his mother on her birthday. I've never seen him act that out of character before. And I've seen this constantly in recent times, and it's very odd. It's as if folks are brainwashed and programmed to the point where they'll debate you, but when they reach the point where they can't effectively debate, they get frazzled and short circuits, literally short circuit, and that's when they explode, and that's when you see the type of anger that we've seen. Man, I'm sure you've had that experience sevenfold. I stopped debating politics at least 10 years ago maybe 15. Unfortunately, I would, a lot of people are very familiar with the uh, TV show or the series um, Stranger Things. In, in one of those episodes, the main characters, the young kids come up to a, what's called a conspiracy theorist, and they tell him the story. He thinks he knows, but then they tell him the story, and the story's a lot more far-fetched than what he believed. And then he says, we've got to water down the truth for the masses because the masses would not be able to comprehend. The truth is too much for everybody. You, you would have an overload and you would not be able to accept it because it goes against everything that you've ever thought you knew to the point where it just you wouldn't be able to, to, to be. It's too far-fetched. Right. So a lot of what I talk about is so watered down that it's funny because I know that even that is difficult. Like when I'm talking about this and people say, okay, hold on a second. You're talking about satanic. When I'm talking about satanic, I'm talking about people that worship Satan, Baal, uh, Moloch. They're dark spirits. And what they do is they, war they, they, they make sacrifices of children so that they can have 
power, the, these dark spirits. It's, it's, it's basically the same thing that's been biblical for thousands of okay, years. Okay, but let me interrupt you. Go ahead. Because I know that right away it's going to be off-putting to a lot of people, and I understand it. So you're so entrenched in it, but I just want to lead up to it. So it's a little more believable, and, and they get a little more of the background, because folks, I get it. It sounds crazy. Uh, but hang on one second, okay, because we're going to explain it. Another red flag that I noticed five years ago was that the news, you know, I've never had cable, and, uh, and I'd rather watch the news, but when I did, I noticed that the news was not objective. It was, it was full with bias. When a mainstream reporter is saying that Donald Trump is a racist, well, that's a violation of a journalism code. You don't assert an opinion. And by the way, Donald Trump is not a racist. He's done more for you know the African-American community than Obama has by funding the black colleges uh, for what, like a decade or two decades, whereas previously they had to come every year to ask for funding. He's done so much. The, the black approval rating for Trump is at an all-time high. This is not conspiracy stuff. This is true. All they did, the media, is they took two phrases that Donald Trump spoke and and spun them wildly out of control. For instance, when people say, oh, he said that Mexicans are rapists. No, what he actually said was, among the illegal immigrants that come across, there are criminals. There's a criminal element and there are rapists. That's what he was saying. And folks take that uh, and spin it. And then there's Charlottesville. When Donald Trump said there's good people on both sides, no, he wasn't saying that there's good people in, you know, the Ku Klux Klan and there's, and there's good people you know, opposing them. He's saying there's good people on both sides of the statue debate from which it all blew out of control. And by the way, let me ask you this, you know, a lot of leftists will say, oh, white nationalism and white racism is the biggest problem we face today. All you have to ask them is, really? Who are they? What organizations? Who are the key figures? What is their media presence? What influence do they have? Because I'll tell you, the KKK is down to something like 2,000 members worldwide, and that's nothing. Of course, the media will focus on the one wacky dude who's got a Nazi flag or the, uh, the Confederate flag, but these are random wacko dudes. You know, they'll focus on the Westboro Church, which has like 200 members, and make it seem like that's what's happening with Christianity, but that's not the fact at all. It's just being spun for the benefit, benefit of the narrative that they're trying to sell you. And by the way, those guys, and where did they go? And who were they? They didn't come back the following year. You know, all of a sudden there's these guys walking with tiki torches, all wearing the same thing, saying, you will not replace us. And they disappeared off the grid. And that's the only thing that leftists have to make a case for this idea of white nationalism. And we've already seen the hoaxes uh, of, of trying to pin on white racists that have been exposed. And the truth is, interracial hate crimes... Uh, something like 90% are, are black and white, and that's the unfortunate truth. And the media is very complicit in that, in the way they encourage this sort of hatred toward whites and this idea that white people are oppressing them. When they're basically telling people, you can't make something of yourself, don't even try it because the white man is holding you down. While people like Matt and I will say, any person in this country can make something of themselves. If you work hard enough, you can make something of yourself. So while they're calling Ben Carson and Uncle Tom, they're basically saying, don't try to be a brain surgeon. Don't try to be a success. Stay on welfare in these cities and don't question the system and we'll give you a check. I have no problem being perceived as crazy. In fact, I've embraced it. Um, I've been doing this for so long that... Uh, well, I, I, well, how I, gratifying I, is it that now is the time when Without a doubt, it's going to be revealed either way. That's why this is such a crucial time, and this is such a special episode that we're doing. Because on January sixth, would you would you agree that everything pivots on what happens on January sixth? 
no, I won't do that. The reason being I won't do that is I've done that before and I was called out the next day to not do that. Mm. And, um, you know, because I do decode and, and, and you're asked to decode, but when you decode, you see... Well, then ex explain the nature of Q, like you said, with the decoding. Because he never makes a call for violence or any type of, you know, no. call for action. Yeah. But he does give us information and sometimes there's even misinformation. But the thing is, you don't want the enemy to know when you're going to attack, what the game plan is. But they do talk to us in codes and I was deciphering a lot of the codes and one of the times I had called like what you're talking about on January 6th I had done that before and the following day Q had said don't do that and and I kind of took it directly because you know this is what I do and when I post something a lot of other people will share it and it gets all over the place and all the all the uh, different places like Twitter and, and Facebook and things like that um, not saying I'm, I'm you know that that was the case but it felt like that that was the case and there's a lot of people that who've done this for a long time that you start to know who these people are and who to trust and who not a lot of them have fallen through um that they've been uh you know deep state you know they, they have bad guys pretending to be good guys and good guys pretending to be bad guys so you've always got to keep your mind open yeah um, and you know people say well there's bad people in, in, in the republican party absolutely in mm -hmm. fact we're learning every day that like right now I'm questioning where Barr stands, where Lindsey Graham stands, because Lindsey Graham approved some some of this pork in, in the uh, COVID bill. You know, so right now I'm questioning some of these guys who I had great hope for. But let me ask the audience a question. Have you ever seen such an attempt to dethrone a president? What I mean is, this has been unprecedented. A lot of leftists don't know that the Russia probe has been fully investigated and proven to be bogus. There was no basis for it. So far, all they've got is a single guilty plea, but everybody is, is on record admitting that they've never seen any evidence, including Schiff, of direct collusion with Russia. This is truth. This is not conspiracy theory. So why this unprecedented effort to make our president look bad and to tank the presidency? You got the, the Russia probe as he's coming in. That's for two and a half years fully accommodated. There was no obstruction in there, folks. They were given millions of dollars. They subpoenaed everybody and their mother twice. They did everything they could, and they still could find no crime. Now, leftists who are brainwashed will tell you, oh, well, Mueller said that you can't uh, charge a sitting president, but he would. Okay, what would he charge him for? What was the crime? And if they say obstruction of justice, they're out of their minds because that was the whole basis of the probe that he would be obstructing was a farce to begin with. But the, uh, the addendum that Mueller put to that report was unprecedented, where he says, just because we found that he's not guilty doesn't mean he's not guilty, basically is what they're saying, which is insanity. It's, it's, it's it, it makes no sense in, in any legal world or in any sense of the word. And then he got the impeachment. And the funny thing about the impeachment is, it proves that the left projects upon the right exactly what they are doing. There's two videos out there of Joe Biden bragging about a quid pro quo with Ukraine. On video saying, uh, I told them that they did not fire this Ukrainian prosecutor who's looking into Burisma where my son worked, that I was going to withhold billions of dollars. That is a quid pro quo. And that's what they tried to set Donald Trump on with this impeachment. And everybody's seen the transcript and it's a stretch to come to any conclusion that that was a quid pro quo as if, as if the Ukrainian ambassador had to decipher it for himself or something. Okay, so he makes it through the impeachment. What happens then, Matthew? COVID. 
Now, I'm not going to say that this is, uh, all I'm asking is to question the timing of the virus. When it first came out, they were showing us videos in Wuhan of people dropping in the streets. This is the deep state effort to instill fear. That's what they're all about with this COVID thing, is to instill fear. But that whole narrative ended quickly when, guess what? People don't just drop dead from the virus. But that was the narrative they were pushing in February. And go back and look it up because that's what was happening. And Donald Trump initiated the travel ban. And what did the left do? You know, what did... Uh, was a Cuomo called him a, a racist and a xenophobe and then afterwards they try to say that he didn't do enough you know Nancy Pelosi to defy the president said everybody come to Chinatown that would have been a hotbed for the virus uh, had they come and it just goes to show you the hypocrisy of the left and the malleable minds of the followers who go from saying Trump's a racist to saying he didn't do enough later uh, now Matt I know you have a kind of a whole different perspective on it because you, you see a much bigger picture but for the smaller picture do you am i on point for the most part i feel like i unfortunately uh, to, to to let you down here i've been so deep in this for so long that i can't my mind doesn't work that way anymore exactly with what you're talking about and i, I understand it but i just can't communicate like that anymore. okay okay i feel like uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get you know how when Morpheus, um, uh, Neo in the movie The Matrix, he goes into the uh, the Matrix once he's once he realizes the truth, and he's driving down, and he goes, "I used to eat noodles at that one Chinese restaurant," and he's seeing everything so differently that he doesn't know any longer how to communicate with people because of what and how they communicate isn't necessarily it, it's all the the puppet show, it's all the mirage. And that's what this is. And, and let, let's say no matter what, we do an excellent job doing what you're doing and talking about facts and laying it all out. Will that reach anybody? In my mind, I've been doing this for so long, it doesn't work that way. Facts, reason, argument, debate, bullshit. None of that means anything. They don't care. They don't listen to that. But it meant something to me, a guy that liked Obama and didn't care anything about politics. Okay, but where people are at right now if you haven't seen the truth by now, but and all the things that are going on, um, it's going to be very difficult for you. You've, you've made an attachment uh, of choice by emotion. It's not really based on logic. So no matter what we talk about, they can they, they can even specifically agree with us. But for some reason, they have an emotional thing against Trump to say, well, no matter how much I agree with you, I am not going to support Trump because they've been brainwashed and programmed to feel that way. Okay, but so just, we're not going to be able to get through to them in that way. I go way over the top on the other end of the spectrum. I understand. This is a sort of a, the meeting of two worlds of the QAnon experience. The far extreme, and we're going to get into that, and I, and I go with you to, an, to a point, and, and also just the basic stuff. You know, the basic stuff that people should be seeing. And this is why leftists can no longer effectively debate because it's all so blatant in your, in your face now. And I'm convinced that they know. They just know. They just, but they hate Trump. Now, given you have, given the fact that you have this, you know, much larger perspective, you do think Trump's a good guy in all this. Yes. Please. I, I think Trump was not eager, not desiring, not wanting to run for president. What happened was... They were going to do a military coup because let's say for the sake of argument that I'm right in that a bunch of satanic worshipers did control the entire world. And part of our government discovered that. What would they do? 
Well, they had two choices. Their two choices were to find somebody to run for president and win, which is what they did. But if and that they probably course, thought he would be a very popular candidate. Like, they, they didn't think he would get the kind of backlash that he did, I would imagine. Well, he won, but if he had not won, what was going to take place was going to be a military coup. Now, the unfortunate event uh, through all this is that the minds of the masses are controlled by the media. The media thinks for the people. The people do not consider research or come up with their own logic uh, uh, through debate and, and reason. They don't do that. They basically f are controlled. And imagine if there was a military coup and the good guys were taking out... Now, I'm, of course, I'm just saying, let's just say that you this mean, is Hillary, true for the if, sake of argument. If, yes, Hillary if, if Hillary had become president, our own military controlled by the white hats, the good guys, the people that weren't satanic worshippers, wanted to take them out. Now, they could have done that, but they would have also been going against the masses because the masses would have convinced the people that the good guys were bad. Now, you see a lot of that in a lot of movies. Like, uh, I think Batman even did that with uh, the Harvey Dent. Remember where he, he had to be the bad guy. Um, so you can follow what I'm talking about. Um, maybe even V for Vendetta. They, they, they thought uh, he was the bad guy when he was the good guy trying to free them all. So you're, you're familiar with this concept of what I'm trying to tell you. That would have been the case. But you can't underestimate what their power was on controlling the masses with the media. They tell you who to hate, and you do. So they went the other route and yeah. tried to get President yeah. Trump. Anytime, yeah, anytime there's a figure who's going to up for some seat like Kavanaugh, that disgusting, despicable display of, of, of character bashing, uh, and even Jim Jordan, you know, I, I love Jim Jordan, I think, I think he's great, but, you know, they tried to uh, assassinate his character too with lurid allegations, and they're basically telling the people that, you know, everybody on the right is bad and evil and racist, and people believe it, and, you know, and these Antifa kids, now, Antifa now is pretty much fully funded. But, you know, basically it's the, the outcasts, the misfits from high school who, who have this fire inside them and they just needed somebody to manipulate it. That's the way I look at it. And now there are these hateful, angry kids who want to punch Nazis. Here's the problem. Who's a Nazi? Well, as far as they're concerned, any conservative is a Nazi. And that, quite frankly, is bullshit. And that is criminal behavior because there are no Nazis, uh, or maybe there are, but... There's no Nazi movement happening to justify that type of behavior. Trump has not instituted any policies against any race or any gender preference. That goes right into my point about the whole media controlling. Now, right now, the media is doing their thing, but they're not doing their thing with their puppet in control. Their, their puppet would have been Hillary Clinton. If she was in office... They would have had control that way. Right now, they have the media, and they are brainwashing a lot of people, like you were just talking about, with, with the funding, with the uh, Black Lives Matter movement, the Antifa. So they have brainwashed a lot of, especially the college campuses, you know, all over the place. Um, my daughter's 25. She goes to college. I do, not, I do not have one person in my family that is awake. I do not try to wake them up, because why would I want to punish them with what I know? The, the worst thing you, that could happen to you Brooke, right. is if you fucking believe everything that I believe, because you would not be able to, you would want to tell everybody, and and if they believed you, they'd be surrounded by people that, that don't believe you. All right, well, let's get into that, because I do believe a lot with what you believe, and when people ask me, like my family, you never cared so much, why do you care? 
and I told him it's because I never had a cause. And I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. I kind of feel like we're surrounded by the ghosts of children. And I get choked up just thinking about it when we get to that point. But children factor into this. And I do believe that, and I'll tell you why in a moment. But you see, it's not just this country. It's worldwide. I mean, if you're paying attention to what's happening in England, in the UK, and in Norway and Sweden with the forced migration, for one thing. You know, when Merkel opened up the immigration gates uh, in Germany, Germany had their arms wide open, and they were waiting at the train stations, welcome migrants. Well, that was five years ago, and now they're overrun. And now Sweden, for the first time in its history, is being called the rape capital of the world. And it's even devolved to the point where they're not allowed to list the uh, ethnicity of the offenders because they're all Muslim men. Uh, I'm not trying to bash any religion here, but this is what's happening. The forced migration, uh, and if Hillary had won, she would have imported millions more. And it's all part of what, Matt? To cause chaos and division to for society to break down? Again, I'm sorry. I don't know how to water things down. I'm in too deep. And even even... Like, for example, when I'm telling you things, and I do know I come off across as, as a little too overbearing, a little too much, I'm holding back. I'm giving you 30%. So imagine what it's right. fucking we're gonna work, like for me. We're going right, to... No, we, I get it. We're, we're going to get up, We're gonna get to 100%. And, 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 I, and I know the full extent of the spectrum. I check out at a certain point where I think it becomes sci-fi a little bit. But up to that, I'm on agreement. Okay, let's just jump ahead to the, some of the wacky stuff that people question. I personally, uh, uh, a lot of Q and on followers believe that JFK Jr. is alive. I personally do not. Uh, the photos that they, they say this is him clearly is not him in my opinion. Uh, meanwhile, I, I'm pretty certain that Q himself said that JFK Jr. was dead. I could be wrong, but I know that Q did say that we did land on the moon, which is another big conspiracy theory. So we're not all the tinfoil hat variety. Uh, but check this out. There's a phrase of a product called adrenochrome and you cannot find any web results for adrenochrome online or on twitter or anything whereas three months ago it was filled with information about adrenochrome some of it you know people take too far and make it too 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 crazy but basically what it is and now we get to the base the, the satanic rings that are do they control the cabal or, or is, is the cabal the, the headmasters of see Matt probably thinks it's literally Satan himself which is fine or an alien who's similar see to that, that's a very interesting point and, and I'm, I don't take offense so you could say any, you can throw anything at no, me no, and, I didn't mean and, that as, no I'm just saying so I'm going to be completely blunt and open the thing is it doesn't matter what I think what I'm telling you is what they believe they literally believe that they are the children of Satan because Satan had sex with Cain in the well, I mean had sex with Eve in the Garden of Eden before Adam had sex with her. So she had an offspring which was Cain. Then Adam had sex with her and that offspring was Abel. Then Cain killed Abel. And they think um, they are descendants, their pure bloodline, which is the reptilian bloodline, because at that time Satan was a reptilian. And they call it the you know, when you're talking about Semantics is always off. So when you're talking about like a, a reptilian, is that is that like a person that look, really looks like you know that V for 
that that TV series right. be like an like a uh, a reptilian alien? No, what I'm talking about is a bloodline that is a purist that they believe is satanic, and that's why you've heard of these 13 bloodlines that really controlled the world. They don't they don't see it as power and control. They see it as complete. There's a different world that exists that people don't can't fathom because it's not like something that we comprehend and it's a spiritual warfare and what they're trying to do is create the purest blood of their god which is the satan character and let me explain why that is completely reasonable he's not saying there are reptilian people or aliens he's saying that the, the cabal or, or the deep state is filled with people of this religion who believe they are descendants of this bloodline and feel and this is what pisses me off is that anybody, you know, and these elitists feel ent feel entitled to control the population, feel entitled to have the power of life and death over, they're not better than anybody else. This is what pisses me off. These elitists feel entitled to, you know, rule and, and have the power of life and death over people, and that drives me nuts. So that's when we get to this adrenochrome thing, okay? So adrenochrome is a substance that's produced from the adrenal gland of the human body uh, and it is usually harvested when a person is at his is in his most fearful state because they are releasing adrenaline and allegedly drinking adrenochrome is the greatest high you could ever experience and not only that but it's also a, uh, a youth enhancer it keeps you youthful and keeps you healthy allegedly and what they do is basically they sacrifice children and they get them so fearful and freaked out that at the moment of their greatest terror they kill them and they drain their blood and they drink it and I know that sounds crazy but prior to two months ago there was so much stuff on the internet documentaries produced in other countries mainstream news in other countries that were reporting on it so okay this isn't just wild conspiracy stuff there's something there and i've seen documentaries like of grown men crying or even freakier two little kids a brother and sister questioned individually with the same exact story and details and these kids are like eight years old okay and they're just saying it matter-of-factly uh, talking about you know talking about the the, the, the sacrifice uh, what they do to the baby first you know they give it a shot in the neck I mean it's insane you don't want to believe it you don't want to believe it I don't want to believe it but it has cast such a shadow on everything for me and, and, I, and I don't talk about that freely because I know that people are going to check out immediately but Matt he's super passionate about it he doesn't care anymore I wish I couldn't care anymore but I know that people won't accept that. So I just try and tell them the basic stuff that's very obvious. It's all in your face right now that that you know the left and the deep state are doing everything they can to regain power of this country, to dethrone Trump. Trump didn't need to be president. The guy's a billionaire playboy. He sowed his wild oats. And I think he's emerged to be a real hero because he doesn't bow to the mob. I mean, he, him and his family, uh, you know, uh, face this pressure and criticism and death threats every day. And Matt, you're privy to some information that there's actually been attempts on Trump's life. The way I look at it is, um, let's, you got to look at it from two perspectives. Yeah, either I'm wrong and I'm nuts, or I'm right. If I'm wrong and I'm nuts, then who cares? But if I'm right, how can I reach you? How can I communicate with you? I can't communicate with you by reaching to your intellect. 
even if I did, even if you were susceptible and open to listening to facts, it's too much of an emotional block there for you to understand and agree with what I want to tell you. And the crazy part for me is I'm telling you 30%. So what I'm telling you is so far-fetched and so crazy that you don't want to believe, and I'm giving you the watered-down version of it. That That's my perspective. But if I tell you the truth and giving you the 30%, which is the wild, crazy stuff that we're talking about right now, and let's say within the next coming year, it's found out to be true. Well, hey, you'll remember this and you'll say, well, now there was somebody that was talking about this that sounded crazy at the time. I mean, it kind of reminds me of that, that movie with the, uh, the, the aliens and... Uh, that they come down here and that one guy, State? yeah, Independence Day, and the guy's like, you know, I was abducted by aliens, and, and everyone thinks he's crazy, yeah. and then he comes back, <laughs> you know, like like that. I mean, the truth is so far fetched and so crazy that I'm of a, I'm of a, you know, I'm not, I'm. Well, see, we're not here to. You see, I think you're 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 a bit on the defensive, but we're we're here just to pick your brain. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not trying to be on the defensive. I'm trying to say that I already know that what. What this whole thing will do is not—it's not going to reach anybody. But if what we talk about it seems far-fetched, and they're looking at it from per, per, probably more of an entertainment perspective, and I'm coming at you with something that's so far-fetched, and, you, and you're thinking to yourself, "God, that guy is really crazy," which I don't take umbrage to. I'm, I'm perfectly fine with it. But then this stuff, because I know it's going to come out real soon. Well, now, when I say soon, it could be weeks, it could be months. Right definitely within a year you'll well, know if this stuff is true right this this is the rewarding thing about this is that we've been matt well matt has been in this forever i've been in, interested in this for four years we're at the point now where it's like you know it's proven or disproven it's really exciting but if this sounds so bad shit crazy and you want to dismiss it ask yourself why everybody else who's been talking about it has been scrubbed from the internet now, I won't be surprised if this podcast, if its days are already numbered, because, and you can say, you know, why? I mean, it's clear that you guys are nuts. Well, if it's so clear, why would they bother to take down a little podcast? But that's what they're doing. The censorship is so great. That's a red flag, folks. There's something there. Um, so anyway, you know, back to the adrenochrome. It's not just the elites that are consuming this product. It's also some of our biggest celebrities and people that we love. And a lot of them currently are MIA, missing in action. And there's a lot of speculation that some of them have been rounded up, maybe even assassinated for crimes against humanity, I, I believe. Assassinated is a misleading word because um, what, what he's talking about, let's say if this, this ends up being true, He's talking about military tribunals, secret military tribunals, which were recorded and which will be made public later on. If that's the case, let's say if there's an actor out there throwing out a name, um, who's Forrest Gump? What's that guy? Tom name? Hanks. Tom Hanks. Let's say he's been taken down and, or taken out because he was a, uh, a, a satanic pedophile. Um, if, if that is the case and he has been taken out, which, you know, I don't like to do that kind of things. I like to, when it comes out, then it'll, it will come out. But if it, if it has been so, there, it was under a military tribunal, it was recorded, and people will be made to know the truth in a later date. The truth will come out, but everybody will, will be able to get to the truth. Like, for example, what, how much truth would you have to really see and, and know? When I'm talking about truth, I'm talking about facts, documents, um, uh, confessions, um, uh, 
videos of them doing things like for example what was on hunter biden's laptop uh, um what anthony weiner's laptop those kinds of things and that information comes out you even though you could be a hardcore liberal you might say oh my god I believe my eyes because I finally see it. Some people, though, even when they see it, they will not be able to believe it. Well, I've noticed in the last year uh, that prominent uh, figures have already been putting out the narrative of deep fakes, meaning deep fake videos. Obama, in some random speech that had nothing to do with any of this, said, and there's even technology now where they can, it's called deep fake videos, where they can make it appear as though someone. You know, uh, they can put the face on anybody's body and make it appear that they're committing a crime or something. And just recently, uh, with the Queen of Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth, today or yesterday, uh, there's a video out. I, I don't know all the details exactly, but that they're calling it a deep fake. So they're already pushing this idea, hey, if videos come out, they're fake. And Anthony Weiner's laptop. This is so mind-blowing. And you can look this up for yourself, hopefully, because a lot of this stuff is gone now. But... If you recall in the news a year ago, there was a rash of suicides in the NYPD. It was like 10 in a month. And this isn't bullshit, this is documented. There's news reports from like, you know, mainstream media news, you know, and another suicide in the NYPD, YPD, a tragic month for them. Well, allegedly, these officers had one thing in common. And that is that they viewed the contents of Anthony Weiner's laptop. There was a file on there labeled uh, insurance policy, and within there were videos very incriminating of very prominent figures, one in particular, two very prominent figures terrorizing a little girl, killing her, drinking her blood, and, 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 the, and the means in which they terrorize her is so frightening that it changed me. I feel like we're surrounded by the ghosts of children because this is because see this isn't just this country, yeah, and and all the children that go missing every year, you know, hundreds of thousands, uh, and and it's even tied into organizations like you know foster home uh, organizations, and it's insane. It's like right out of the craziest movie you ever saw, and you don't want to believe it. But I've done my research, and I've seen enough compelling evidence to know there's something there. And when they bring somebody into their circle who they think they could trust, like, for instance, this one foreign businessman I saw in an interview with, and it was, it was subtitled because it was, you know, a different country. He was a you know, high-level businessman working, and they brought him into this party, you know, and they had, like, these, you know, this satanic theme, of, and there's lots of women, and he thought it was fun. He thought it was amusing. And he went to a couple. Well, he ended up at one where they actually were going to sacrifice a child and he couldn't handle it he couldn't participate he couldn't believe what was happening and naturally he lost his job and he was uh, cut off from doing any business in his country he's probably dead now you know it's funny uh, Matthew Elijah I mentioned that I never cared about politics but back in 1995 when the news of uh, the, the suicide of Vince Foster occurred. I, didn't, I, I don't know anything about the Clintons. I don't know anything about anything. But when I heard that story, I had like shivers. So, something about it was wrong. I just knew that some, I just knew something was off. I knew that guy didn't kill himself. And if anybody has paid attention, you know that there's a trail of bodies behind the Clintons, including Seth Rich, 
And when they tried to put out the narrative that Seth Rich's parents didn't want anybody talking about it, that was bullshit. Because that's not, that, their, well, that wasn't their stance at all. They knew that he was taken out on purpose. Yeah, so some of the biggest celebrities that we know, some of our most beloved celebrities that we would never imagine uh, being involved in anything nefarious allegedly are, and allegedly many of them are under arrest. And you've probably noticed a lot of celebrities missing in action. Uh, currently, the CIA director, Gina Haspel, has been missing in action. Uh, nobody's seen her for a few weeks. And the story is, allegedly, that, you know, the good guys, the White Hats sent troops to Germany to see some Dominion services ser uh, servers over the election fraud. And there was a shootout. Allegedly, we lost two of our soldiers, and Gina Haspel was injured, but she was arrested, sent to Gitmo, and allegedly she's singing like a bird right now. And it's all going to come out. Again, if we're batshit crazy or if we're completely misled, I always leave room for doubt. I, you know, I have to. I can't invest in something fully because my philosophy is there are no absolutes. Uh, there, I actually leave room for there being a much larger conspiracy theory, something even bigger that's taking advantage of me. You know, I think that's possible. It's so insane. And like I said, it's like the, the craziest movie you've ever seen. Hey guys, please check back for part two of our conversation with filmmaker Matthew Hensman, a.k.a. Elijah, to be uploaded soon.